Hey everybody, this is Connor, your podcast producer. We're back with another Pints with Pat this week. Pat's in the studio chatting with my fellow content producer here at Yellowbird, Nick Larini. They're talking about goals, planning out your future, and self-actualization. Some really good stuff in here. They're drinking White Claw Seltzer. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast and you have yourself a great weekend. What's up, everybody? It is Friday, September 6th, um, the first Pints with Pat in September, and today we have White Claw. Claw, bro. <laughs> and we also have Nick on uh, taking part in this with me today. I didn't have a great plan for this one just because we had we just coming off a five-day weekend, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Memorial Day. The Labor Day. Or Labor Day. Jeez. So... Opening up this White Claw. Cheers. Everyone's had a White Claw before. You and can, this one's so cold, it's kind of like a slushy. There's little chunks of ice in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably not too bad. It is. It's really that good. That black cherry flavor kind of tastes like those like freeze pops you have when you're a kid. <laughs> it does. <laughs> they kind of all do a it little does. bit. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, they're kind of dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. You can really just put these things back and... They go quick. You don't get full like you do with beer. You can get like seriously fucked up on my <laughs> And if you're going at like day drinking in the sun all day and you're drinking Bud Light or Miller Light or Coors Light or something, this is a good like mix it up. Yeah. Like you drink 10 Miller Lights and then you go in there and it's like, let me go into the girls cooler and get a White Claw and just switch <laughs> it up a little bit. I think that's where they come in. I'm not going to give it a rating because I think it's more of a, a tool you can use during your, if you're going hard, <laughs> if you're going hard all day and you need like a little bit of a break, but you want to keep it going. White Claw is a great tool for that. Great for beach drinking. Um, Professional party it. tips from Pat. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my buddy down in South, South Florida, Rob Green, um, he, he goes pretty hard, always has, and he uses these as a mixer um, for a vodka drinks. So that's a makes, thing now. That's a thing now? That's a thing. Uh, so he I didn't was, come up with that? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's just uh, like a grassroots thing. I think people are coming up with it all over the place. I was recently at a bar with uh, the lead bartender from a restaurant in Riverside, a really nice restaurant, and another uh, pretty well-known liquor guy who works over at Riverside Liquors and they were actually talking to me about doing a video for a new menu that this restaurant's going to be releasing that is all white claw cocktails. <laughs> so it's like and it's basically it's just a great mixer for cocktails. It's basically just taking cocktails that include soda water as a mixer and just saying fuck it. We'll yeah. just use white claw. <laughs> and you can put a little twist on it. You can have yeah. a black cherry vodka club. Exactly. Yeah. Or I mean, one of the ones that they're pitching. Uh, have you heard of a mind eraser? Are you familiar? I've heard with? of it, but I don't know what's in it. I've just so it's it. it's a shot that's delivered in a pint glass, and it's uh, you fill the glass with ice. You do a layer of a shot of vodka at the bottom, layer that with Kahlua on top, so it's nice and they separate, and then you top it with club soda, and you chug it with a straw crazy <laughs> they call it a mind eraser for a reason but uh this this person is uh she's putting white claw on top instead of soda water Ooh. 
<laughs> just to give it that extra extra kick as if you weren't already going to forget everything that happened anyways <laughs> and it's not just now that i don't know which one who was the first one to come out with this spike seltzer i don't know who was the the front runner in it hardwater was doing it for a while i mean it's a zima dude yeah <laughs> we drank zima is. in high school <laughs> I think yeah. the first time I got drunk was off Zimas. Yeah, kind of when I, when say, I started I drinking, they weren't around. But I, <laughs> I remember when they came back, and I, you know, I had to give it a shot. I'm a, I'm a connoisseur, I guess. A drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on from White Claw, um, we'll enjoy this throughout throughout this podcast. But um, one thing I was thinking about as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week was. Uh, forcing myself to do this every Friday, it keeps you from becoming, you don't want to sound like a broken record, right? Yeah. So issues that I talked about a month ago that we were having, I don't want to be the asshole that, that comes on a month later and talks about the same issues, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so it's, it's easy for me to go about the day, day to day and whatever, we're making money, things are good. Um, and I still have those issues that never go away. It's easier to do it if I don't have to voice it on a podcast every Friday. So it almost holds me accountable in a weird way because mm-hmm. it's it'd be embarrassed. I talked about two months ago having an issue with follow-up phone calls. Now it feels good saying that that issue is now gone. Yeah. Well, kind of gone. Um, Grace, Grace does it now. Our uh, um, VA in the Philippines, she does an awesome job. So it's off my plate completely. I should probably do a better job keeping track of uh how she's doing them and listening to them but what number va is this how many have we gone through so far just this is just our second this is our second one so, well I, I know like dude going over and doing the thing with dom and gonzalo they were like oh man we've been through like hundreds of vas so we got a little bit of a different model with them though than they do they train they hire each of them individually to make mm-hmm. cold calls for them we just hired a, uh, that's something that happened this week. We hired uh, a company called Rocket Station, which I highly suggest for anyone where that cold calling work for them, real estate agents to call expired listings. That's the uh, call center. So Rocket Station is the company, and okay. they have one of their perks is they hire all the VAs. You don't even have to talk to them. You don't have to interview them. You don't have to train them. They're all trained. Uh, Dom and Gonzalo will probably do a better job training their people, but it's much less. Like I'm not going to take the time to do that. Mm-hmm. So. I can just hire these VAs and they pay them less. Probably I pay rocket yeah. station $10 an hour mm-hmm. to have already trained up people. I don't have to hire people. They just have, if I want 30 people making a thousand phone calls every single day, I can do that. Yeah. It's just that easy. I just say, do it. So I think that's cool. Um, you give them the list to call. What we did this week was, uh, um, I shut it off completely because, um, we had 10 VAs cold calling and I just didn't have the capacity to deal with everything that came in. Yeah. Like I talked about last week, we put Gabe, Gabe's not helping me at all anymore. As far as the, uh, incoming leads appointments, anything, we decided to get him focused on what he's doing with the equity foreclosures, but I just didn't have the capacity to do it, nor the time to set up the infrastructure to handle it right now. Uh, so, um, we shut it off completely. We've also shut off some other marketing sources completely. And it's kind of what me and Cody met this morning. And the, the point of what we're doing now is we're taking a step back from all these initiatives we got going as far as 
the marketing I got going, phone calls and stuff, uh, other marketing initiatives we got going, um, doing like videos for this person, that person. And we're taking a step back and focusing just on a couple things, getting them right, and mm-hmm. then moving on to the next one. So that's that was my focus this week. And it's like, it felt like a huge breath of fresh air to uh, not have, like when the call center was happening, it'd just be a massive list of, the VAs would, would talk to people and they'd be like, yeah, I'll sell my house in Cedar Hills for $1.5 million. And I'd have to like go through all of them. And should that person be called back? I don't know. Like maybe like not. Like even just... the sarcastic answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they typed them in because they can't, that, you know, if the, the, having English as a second language, they don't always get the inflection in people's voices. Yeah. yeah. Or, the, <laughs> or the idioms and all this other cultural right. stuff that is so... So American. Right. <laughs> and you get like, you get to 30 of them a day and it's like, fuck, that's three hours Yeah, to go through all those. And like, what do you do if it's the house is worth 200 grand and the person told the VA they'd take 190? Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to call that person and you need to pitch them and you need to be like, yeah, if it's in good shape, maybe I'll come look at it. Maybe I could pay you 175. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just dealing with all those and now not dealing with it until we have a person in in here that can handle making those decisions and make those phone calls for me. Taking a step back feels good. So we're getting a couple other, we're doing a better job tracking marketing spend. My VA is helping me more with that, uh, to keep track of phone calls and, um, those numbers. And that's exciting to do that. One other thing I wanted to mention this week is I thought I kind of mentioned it last week, but it's, uh, kind of the visioning, part of everything and i'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here in a couple minutes nick so kind of think about vision for yourself a little bit this is always an interesting thing and it's the easiest thing to put off if uh if you don't it's the easiest thing to be like yeah eventually i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna write down my perfect day from start to finish eventually i'm gonna sit down and really figure out where I want to be five or 10 years from now. But for now, my day's so busy. Um, you know, I'm not going to worry about it for now. And that's one thing I did for a while was just, I put it off, put it off, put it off. But when you really sit to think about like, okay, what do you want to be doing in five years? What do you want to be doing in 10 years? Um, of course it's going to change, but, but if you don't have a direction, if you don't have a direction, it's like this, that uh, I probably said this one before too, but I was, I grew up loving Alice in Wonderland and, uh, um, the part where, uh, the Cheshire cats in the tree and Alice walks up to the Cheshire cat and Alice says, um, you know, which, which way should I go? And the Cheshire cat says, well, that depends on where you're going. And she's like, well, it really doesn't matter. And the Cheshire cat says, well, it doesn't matter which way you go that that's always stuck with me. That was in a Tim Ferriss book I stole it from. This is like, do you want to be 10 years from now? Do you want to be like doing the trendy thing of backpacking across Europe and living in different countries and learning different languages? Do you want to have a family and live in a $200,000 house in suburbia? Do you want, and just have a, have a job you enjoy work with people you like? Do you want to be owner of a company and have kind of a high, like, where do you want, 
where do you want to be? And you kind of, kind of set where you're going. And I took a lot of, I did a lot of thinking about it. Um, so we're in Jacksonville. I love where I'm at in Neptune beach. I just bought a house in Jack's beach. I think that us five to 10 years. So there's already been a lot of talk about, um, us moving to the beach, which, um, isn't realistic over the next year, maybe, but, but between year one and two in the next following years. So let's say December, December 20, January, 2021, um, would be a good like date to try to set for us to be our, have our office at the beach. So, um, in Jack's beach, Neptune beach, Atlantic beach, somewhere there, a fully renovated, badass office there. Um, I think we grow in the meantime, we're in the process of hiring an operations person. So say we have 30 to 30 to 40 employees about the, at that point, the marketing department is, is fully humming. Everyone knows exactly what's expected of them, what their jobs are supposed to be. Real estate sides humming. The brokerage is humming, lending's humming. And um, the only, my only role would be kind of tweaking and day-to-day management. And I'd be able to walk to the office every day on Fridays like this, rather than doing this podcast, we'd pregame this podcast, crush some beers at Mellow Mushroom, where we could walk to on a Friday afternoon. I see... um, there's like a health and fitness portion of our core values, which we're developing. I see having like whoever wants to come to like morning, early morning, Friday workouts at the beach. I see, um, everyone having, uh, gym memberships that the company pays for to any gym they want to. I see group yoga classes at the beach. Cause there's a ton of that. And that can get you centered for the day. Um, I see kind of orchestrating that side of it. Um, and uh, I see everyone being really, really happy work and proud to, uh, to, to work here. Um, a ton of different facets uh, within Yellowbird, but everyone knowing exactly what the main goal is and being proud to be a part of it is what I see five to 10 years from now. Um, so we're working towards that now and it's exciting because changes are actually happening. We're not, we're not doing the same thing over and over again and ex- expecting something different to happen. We're actually making radical change, um, which is cool. I know you, you, you probably haven't seen a ton of it, Nick, Nick, yet, but things are, we are making a lot of radical changes. We had are, a really good meeting today about it, actually, and Cody and I spoke about it a little bit briefly last week. She showed me the the layout and uh yeah i'm really excited about it because uh you know it's been it's been a little bit of a struggle trying to figure out what to do on a day-to-day basis that's a hundred and i'll take i mean we're full blame for that we we brought just the way we hired people and the way we grew as fast as we did and not having a ton of management experience between the three of us we Mm -hmm. just didn't do a good job setting expectations and setting (laughs) telling you what success looked like or you know it's just uh well and i think the the focus on measuring things is going to help with that a lot too you know um because then we'll like we'll have tangible results we'll we'll be able to say stop making that video it fucking sucks (laughs) like here's the data um or 
let's go make another one of those because look at how well it's doing, you know. Or even um, not even or even at a more of a personnel level. Yeah. You can you can live the week here and uh based on metrics of you know what you'd have to get done, you know what's good, you know what you, you know what's effective, you can look back and be like, I had a successful week. Yeah. Or that was a shitty week. Absolutely. Um I base that on myself now just on house purchases, which isn't it drives profit, but it's not doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make us any better. Mm-hmm. Like whether we make an extra like 80 grand that month or not, like it sounds like a lot of money, but in reality it's like, if you're still fucked up, <laughs> you know, who cares? So, uh, I think those shifts are happen- happening, uh, and it's, it's just exciting to see, but it's weird. An organization, you, you just, these things can't change overnight. No, it's, it's a slow, it's a slow roll. It's evolution, mm-hmm. you know, but it needs to happen. And I think it needs to happen in any business. Things get tired and, you got to rethink the way that you're doing things sometimes. I agree. Even if it's in small ways. Where do you see, I kind of laid out where I saw me and myself and don't, don't, don't base this on like Yellowbird. I'm just curious. I really like hearing people's vision for themselves or kind of if they have one having to do with us or not. Um, do you think about that shit? Oh yeah. I've got it all written down, man. Do you do? Yeah, I've got I you know You know you're a rarity then. Most yeah. people don't. Yeah, it was uh, you know, probably shortly after I got hired here, uh, you know, I was working in the restaurant before I started working here and you know, it was a weird series of events after I graduated school and I can never remember, twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. One of those years. But I basically spent two years as a full time bar back down at the St. Augustine Amphitheater you know, did a couple of movies. One of them actually just sold in South America. Finally. Oh yeah. Um, so by, at some point we're going to see some money for that, but more, important, <laughs> more, nice. more importantly, we can take ideas to investors and now say, we sold, them we have a movie that's making money for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause yeah, we, we aren't expecting this one to be like a big gold mine or anything like that. that's not even the point anyways. But, you know, worked on a couple of movies, got on one that actually paid me enough to allow me to get away from the bar back thing. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to start going into this with no real plan. Just like, okay, I'm getting jobs. And so I get a job here and I get a job there and maybe like one or two a month that were just sort of letting me eke out my bills. And that, that all dried up. And then I had to go work in the restaurant. Hated it. And that's when I started, you know, getting back into things, looking on Indeed, looking on other sort of hiring websites for production stuff. Found you guys, started working here, started to have more time to think about things because my life wasn't, you know, my whole work schedule wasn't centered around like, uh, you know, 3.30 to 11.30 at night schedule where it's like, everybody I work with I'm pretty good friends with and we just go get fucked up afterwards and I just sleep all day the next day until I go to work again I was very cyclical and just not good Um, but once I started working here I had the time in the afternoons now it's like okay what am I what am I really doing here Uh, and so I laid it out uh, 10-year goal and then I went five years two years uh, one year 
eight months, six months, four months, two months, one month, one week, Damn. all the way back. Um, and so where I'm at right now, you know, for the rest of this year, I basically wanted to have at this point in time, I'd done one short film, one music video. Uh, now I've got two music videos done and I wanted to have three commercials shot. I've got four shot and cut, um, that I'm actually like pretty dang happy it's with Weird how that happens, right? You write it down and you yeah. see. Yeah. And the music video we just released last week, it's got like. 1800 views now it's been out for a week yeah it's like the most views i've ever got on something great little great little piece of work uh i'll be able to use that to find more um now i just i I basically for the rest of this year i was like i need to make like two short films three music videos and three commercials next year i got to make a feature film uh by summer i want to be directing my own feature film no matter how the hell it has to happen if I got to pay $0 for anything and just fucking walk around on the street for three weekends in a row with somebody, whatever I need to do to fill a 90 minute story, just to go through the experience of making mm-hmm. a feature film. Cause where I want to be in 10 years is I want to be uh, directing or shooting or both uh, my own 10 to $20 million feature length films, either through my own production company or hired by some other production company, preferably through my own. I will have my own company started. Um, just cause that's, I think going to be the best way to monetize myself depending on where I wind up in the country or the world. Um, but I'd rather, I'd prefer not to rely on others for the action that I need to take, which can oftentimes couch a lot of people in that business because it's a big collaborative effort. Oh yeah. Um, so if you're the guy at the top, if you're the guy making all the calls, if you're the guy saying, all right, I need this team out, I need this team out, I need this actor, and I need these people. You know, yeah, you got a couple other people that you're bouncing your ideas off with. You might have a partner. But if you're running your own business, you're much more apt to get out there and get working as opposed to, you know, showing up in Los Angeles and saying, hey, right. I, want to, I want to direct your movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, no, And also, too, nobody knows who the hell you are. These right. are expensive endeavors. They're risky um you know if you spend a million dollars on a movie and it's a flop like that's that's a million fucking dollars out the window yeah um fortunately for me uh if i do run my own thing yeah the money for me is only something to keep me sustained if my movies don't make money that's fine i'll go shoot commercials and make my money i'm still gonna shoot my movies though um because that's what i love to do man you're you are a rarity have that written out man i didn't uh yeah, and it is, it's kind of a, as far as my life goes, it's pretty cold. My girlfriend actually got kind of upset with me when I laid these out to her. She's like, I'm not in there anywhere. I'm like, nothing is. <laughs> I just want to make fucking movies. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you get that hard set on it, it will happen, I guarantee you. That And the, um, the role that I would like to play on in that, and I know we haven't done a great job of it up to this point, but... Uh, um, it's funny in our company, we were co- talking about values, um, that our core company values and for them to not be just a bullshit poster board that we put up to mm-hmm. actually make decisions and hiring decisions and business decisions based on yeah, it. Absolutely. And we had loyalty on there. Loyalty and trust was on there. We decided to take it off and here's why. Um, there's going to be roles within, within what we're building that, 
at some point you grow to a point where you can't grow anymore. Not saying that film is one of them, but I think this is a cool example that you're doing really good film work for us now at some point it's not going to fulfill you anymore. Yeah. Um, so rather than being someone being a, having the culture that it's like, well, fucking here five years, you're going to be fucking loyal to us. Not that you'd have to do it or not, but having (laughs) saying that that's our culture, I think it was, it's more, it's, it's better. And it's what we want for, for you to be able to be like, I had a ton of good experience here. They have a great culture. I met some great people, but now it's time to move on. Yeah. And I, I, and we decided that because of that, that reason that we want people to move on when it's time to move on, Mm -hmm. that loyalty shouldn't be in there. And I thought that was cool putting that in. And another thing we're implementing is, uh, obviously you've heard, we we gave everyone that book traction, rot. The rocks are going to be really important. It's not just three, it's three yellow bird rocks, but it's also going to be three personal Mm-hmm. rocks too because you're not fulfilled unless you're making movies or have some of your own shit going on you're not forf- fulfilled uh so it's important that um you're also setting goals outside of yellow bird and outside of your job um because it makes you better here yeah absolutely so um i think that's a cool thing that's one thing that company dlp does is the the personal goals and it 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 Mm -hmm. makes you better at work because it makes you sharper it makes you want to be there more because you're also succeeding and the other side of your life so uh, i think that'll be really cool to implement the reason i've been talking about this for two and a half months now and it hasn't happened yet is because i feel like you have one chance to it's easy to implement this stuff and like have a company meeting and be like hey set your fucking rocks blah 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 and then no one's held accountable to it and then, and then when you try to do it again, it's just like, oh, this shit again. Like, okay, let's do the dog and pony show, and then just go back to what we were doing. Yeah, you have one chance to do it right. Um, so that's why we're taking our time and trying to do it right. It's no secret how much you love doing film, and I, I, we've had, we've talked before. I know that's your ultimate goal. Is that's yeah. ultimately what you wanted to be doing. Um. If we if we can push you along that path and you're making content here that can be added to your portfolio, that Sarah Rocco thing, the rethreaded oh, yeah. thing. That's all rethreaded that shit. and Sarah Rocco are two of the commercials that I've included in my yeah. like those are going in the real. Shit's legit. Love right? those things. Um Sarah, if, Sarah Rocco, that interview setup of her is one of the favorite things that I've let commercial side like to date that makes me happy that you are fulfilled and, and get happy out of that too, because, um, uh, happiness and living fully is one of our core values. And it is important for everyone that works because it's fucking draining when people are miserable, mm-hmm. fucking drains the life out of me. Um, so uh, having, having these things not only work well for us, but act as stepping stones for you to get closer to where you ultimately want to be. I mean, that's the magic of it. Yeah, right? man. That's what I like. So that's it. That was good. That was good. That was a good talk. I think, uh, yeah, dude. um, that was good for having a five day weekend and coming back. And, <laughs> I'm uh, fucking tired. We did get I'm a con- so groggy. <laughs> I just been like sleeping till like 10 every day. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody that's listening. Um, 
Logan, if you're out there listening, man, looking forward to talking to you next week. No, I'm not rating it. I'm using it more as a drinking tool. It's, yeah, it's a tool. It's a, it's a tool <laughs> is what it is. Use it as a tool. Buy those... Uh, Parties with Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that beer you bought last week, Tabitha, that uh, that quench, whatever it is, Dogfish Head, the Sea Quench. Yeah. I, I've re- recently drank in a few more of those, and those are... Yeah. I still stand by that. They're for not what bad. I like those, man. I usually don't yeah, I think like you sours. gave it like a 7. 7.4. Yeah. I say 7.4, I think. So... <laughs> Um, big fan of White Claw, but it's a tool for taking a break from Miller Lights. It's a tool for making vodka clubs, and <laughs> uh, that's all it's good for. It's a, <laughs> it's a commodity, is what it is. Football season's coming. Oh yeah, this Sunday. Uh, fantasy? Do you play fantasy football? No, I don't play fantasy football, but I am going to the game on Sunday. Are you? I'm, perks I, I perks of go. still being on hot schedules at Bistro X. They got the whole <laughs> restaurant tickets, and they're like, "We got you a ticket too." <laughs> That's awesome. Shifts in be like a great four game. Months. <laughs> That's good. Get to see Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I, I'm I may go this Sunday. Uh, not sure. I'd really like to see the Chiefs. Well, hit me up. We got a tailgating spot and a shitload of white claw. <laughs> all right i i will then I'll, I'll hit you up if i there for if i come for sure um other than that have a good week uh football started last night that game was kind of lame but uh we're excited for this year we're excited for old big dick nick see what he can do here in jacksonville not me huh not this nick <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next Friday. Take next, it easy. Not next Friday. We'll talk to you next. We're going to do it next Thursday. And you know what's happening next Thursday is uh, we're going to do, it's going to be a Skype, Pints with Pat, and it's going to be my buddy who, who's a professional sports gambler up in Boston. We're going to do a, uh, um, a quick Pints with Pat about sports gambling and how to get started in it. Because I feel like a lot of people like are interested in how to like yeah. bet these games and, and how to get started. So that's what we're going to do next week. It'll be cool. It'll be next Thursday. But thanks for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. See you.